Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass. I'm your host, Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. And I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Yes, you are. Uh, each week we get together, we talk about cars, motorsport, F1, car, what else? Cars? Cars. We cars, cars, cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube.com forward slash Behind the Glass. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. And Tony, if people want to support this podcast, what should they do? Watch it. No. <laughs> But also head to Patreon. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash behind the glass. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Well, it's the second ever behind the glass live event. I love these, Tony. It's not the second. We've done more before. No, but officially. The ones, they were unofficial events years ago. They were free-for-alls. They were were mayhem. But did we have the podcast then? Yeah, we did have the podcast. So it's not the second one then, is it? (sighs) It's the second official Behind the Glass live event. With patrons. You um, are in a feisty mood today and I'm not sure I can handle it. I, I'm actually going to go in on it. I know you are. Anyway, <laughs> hello lovely people. Thank you so much for coming down today for the second Behind the Glass <laughs> live event. It's great because as we discovered during the first live event, we get to meet people who actually listen to the show. Because sometimes Tony and I sit here and we record our conversations and we think, God, does anyone actually listen to this crap <laughs> people do listen though, people do it's, it's great, to, great to meet so many of you today and have a chat and check out your cars and something we're going to be doing today which we didn't do at the first event which i'm so sorry for all of you that we're going to be doing today is rating the rise that you've turned up in and i can see how nervous some of you are because yes tony is in a feisty mood um, we've got a few other bits to talk about today uh, i very recently drove a McLaren 765LT and we've already had a big discussion about this on WhatsApp and I thought let's save this and talk about it today because Tony as you can imagine is very opinionated about that car and I had an interesting experience. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about some other things going on in the news before coming on to our main, I think our main topic for today which is cars every petrol head should own. And we're definitely going to disagree on this. There's a few obvious choices I'll be interested to hear. Oh we definitely are. Really? Abarth? Well, I mean, it's all right. I quite like that little car. Are you drunk? No, I'm fine. I wouldn't have that, that yellow thing that you had, but, <laughs> right. you know, in general. I mean, it was 30 grand, mate. I think it was, th- <laughs> th- th- I think you find it's 39 list. I just buy a thought- house up north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll come back to that later. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely get some input from people on the floor. Um, but as I say, we're going to kick things off by, by rating some of the rides that have turned up today. And my good Lord, 
Have there been some good rides? Can I just kick things off with the fact there's a bloody Jaguar F-Type Project 7 here? I know. You screamed across the car park at me when it turned up. Honestly. I, I, I thought I'd pooped myself. I, the excitement was at that level. I was like, there's been an accident in my pants. But yes, a black Jaguar F-Type Project 7. Oh, my good Lord. You just don't see them. And if you do, they're usually like sort of tucked away in some collection somewhere. No one gets out and drives them, especially on a day like today when there's a thunderstorm imminently about to arrive. Because, well, the roof, which I don't know if you can call a roof on a Project 7, it's a bit of a disaster. It's like a napkin. Well, from the front, look at it in it square on. It just looks like a normal Jag. It's only when you come to the side a little bit and you've got a bubble. I mean, the bumper's a bit different, granted, but... I mean, why do you get so excited over it? Well, 992 oh. Turbo S, this looks like a 997. Everyone knows what it is, though, don't they? No. Well, why does it look like a 997? Are you joking? <laughs> well, Porsche's not the same, mate. I'm just trying to get my own back. How many Porsches you had? Three. How many Jags you had? One. There you go. It says it all then, doesn't it? <laughs> you prefer you, Porsches you, to Jag? No, no, no. It's one nil to me. It's only three minutes. <laughs> 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 so calm down, calm down. <laughs> See if I'll get the 10. Yeah, so, okay, fine. But Project 7, you're right, actually. People still don't understand what that car is. Speaking to the lovely owner that brought it down today, it's just the same thing, you know, so often he turns up to places and people don't really understand. First SVO car from Jaguar, or ja- Jaguar Land Rover. It's rear-wheel drive, that's the big thing, right? All yeah. these new powerful V8 Jags, all, all-wheel drive now, but that's rear-wheel drive, five, six something, five, six something, I should know the total horsepower amount. Um, special suspension, special bits, amazing exhaust, D-type inspired, it's just, it's the dream. Well, for you, yeah. For me it is. Uh, anyway, let's, let's move on, because I can see you're totally uninterested in talking about this. <laughs> Two, up GTI. Oh, I can't go in on that car. I like them little cars. It's so good, right? Yeah. They're just fun. Yeah. You know what that car reminds me of? It reminds me of the original Golf GTI, that car. Okay. Not in the way it drives. I mean, I mean you've, have you ever driven one of them? I, I actually have only ever ridden passenger. I still haven't driven one, but I know I like it just by what it is, just like, the idea of it. Yeah. It's very, very go-karty. Not loads of power, but enough it's a proper hot hatch, right? Yeah. Like nowadays, golf, they all get so big and so powerful and so electronic. Like there's something about that up GTI which just makes you think that will be fun. Bit more analog. Bit more analog. So yeah, we're giving that a seal of approval. Um, moving on. Ooh, 997.1 GT3. I'm not going to go two in on it. He's there and he's got muscles. <laughs> I don't want him to hit me. He honestly could. I was like, oh, it's got a heavy clutch, that car. Does it? I was like, for me. <laughs> yes, my, my weak little legs. It is too cool. But no, super cool, right? I mean, you had the point two for about a week. No, I had it for about six. I just never, I've done about literally 30 miles on it. This is how easy it is to convince Tony to do something. His mate went, oh, you know, it's a great investment, 997.2 GT3. Great car. And he went, really? All right, I'll go buy one. Got one. He went, I'm never going to use that, am I? And then he oh. sold it. Yeah. But I did, I did make some money on it, luckily. All right, no need to show off. Well, Sorry about that. <laughs> but they're mega cars. And I think the thing about the point one, as I discovered when I drove that Moon Miles GT3, it's an amazing amount of car for that money. It's still a fantastic car. It's a GT product Porsche, you know, well under 100K, where if you look at a lot of the other GT3 Porsche products, well over. Last of the Me- Mexico engine though, right? So the Gen 2 had the 3.8 in it. Exactly. So it sounds great. It performs mm. great. It's just a, just a proper car, a proper driver's car, isn't it? All Porsches are driver's car, but okay. Is the, is the McCann? 
Is that, yes. Yeah. What, for an SUV? All right, chill out. I was just trying to be argumentative. Um, so, next up. Oh, okay. A returning guest, but we didn't talk about it much last week. Cayman GTS. Yeah. Uh, one generation. G- yeah, Black very good. One. Yeah, very nice. We've said, we've said before quite a lot. When did podcast. you buy that car? It's just this January. How many miles it done? What'd you pay? 50 grand for that little bit more? Oh, I'm quite good at this, aren't I? No. Oh. <laughs> Are you about to make an offer? You about no, to make I an am offer? not yeah. too old. <laughs> it's a lovely car, though. Very good. Um, then we have Octavia. Skoda. VRS. VRS. Best part for me, yellow fog lights. Pe- yellow? Don't pe- pull that petrol face. Petrol or diesel one? Petrol. Petrol. Bit of kit, that. It's got a tune, hasn't it? Remap stage one, 310 horsepower. I, we were talking about this earlier Front when we drive. a coffee outside. Front drive, isn't they? Front, but that's a, like a little sleeper. Like I think they're cool. I actually think the VRS product Skoda's really good looking cars. Yeah, yeah. I've so, always thought, what was the um, green one? Is that an Octavia as well? Or what was the one below? I'm not good at my models. The, the, was it an Octavia as well? The green one? Someone's nodding. Yeah. Anyway, nice car. <laughs> I say it, I like the yellow fog lights. Uh, but lovely, lovely, lovely bit of kit. We haven't gotten another thing yet. Oh, what do you think about this? Civic Type, is it, is it a Type R or is it a Civic? It's a tune to, here he is. Whose type car R. is it first? This man over it. Well, no, he's a big chap. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such a pussy. I like this, with a satin red wrap? Yeah, I, I would, I'm a fan of that. Is that the, the cover of the rust up? <laughs> <laughs> What I liked about this era, this show, it's like UFO style. You know, I know Type R's have always been quite aggressive on their looks, aren't they? And they've said that the newer one is going to keep that kind of really in your face. It's a bit boy racer, but it's, it's just aggressive. And I, this one, for me, was very UFO. Well, people didn't really like that actual model because the one before was obviously lighter and it was the iconic one. The current one is really, really, really very good. As in one of the best hot hatches, full stop. Didn't we say against the McGann RS Trophy or whatever, those are the two proper drivers, hardcore, manual, full-on... I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. probably the best yeah. in terms of the hatches. Prob- the only problem with that car, I think, I don't know what you <laughs> think... <laughs> Careful now, Tony. ...is you're not, nothing's really happening until you're right up in the revs in the... You're getting some nods of approval. You're getting some nods. Well, I mean, thank you. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh, very nice. White Supra came along. The now, new Toyota Supra. Oh, hold on a sec. Oh, why are you pulling? Don't pull. He's a very nice guy, the guy who owns this. Don't. Uh, where are you? Where is he? He's over here. Oh, he's quite thin. I'll go in on him. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big lad. Go on then. What, what's no, your no, problem no, with no, this? No, 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 no. I absolutely destroyed that car when it came out. I went in about it being a lazy BMW and it was terrible. So Chris Harris of you. Did he say that? I think so, didn't he? Wasn't it? I don't know. Well, we were good mates. No. <laughs> um, the but and then I drove one and got a couple in stock. And then I was a bit derogatory, to be fair. It is good, like and for the money as well. Like it's very out there. It's very quirky compared to its competitors. But it's got a bit. It's got for a modern car. It's got some character, which is amazing for a modern car. You hardly see them. Mm. I think they've got great road puns. When they come around the corner, you're like, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, Supra. And for that sort of price, for that sort of value and that performance level, that's great. You don't always get that um, with its competitors. And can I just say, Tony, unfortunately, hey, I, I do this as well. You do jump to conclusions pretty quickly sometimes because... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because didn't you call me earlier in the week and say, oh, I've just driven a manual 718 GT4. 
I was probably a bit harsh about that car, wasn't I? You did say that. Yeah. I didn't know if he was going to repeat it. <laughs> I flew out of doing it. Though. I mean, I still, obviously, the PDK is obviously better, and you said it was great. So, and I knew it would be great. There's a PDK 718 here, isn't there? Who's got the PDK? So who brought that down? Good man. Is it, uh, what engine is it? It's the 718 one. No, 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 but. What? Has it got the 4 litre or the other one? Yeah, 4 litre. PDK one? Yeah, yeah. It's a GT4, what do you mean? Oh, is it? Oh, I haven't seen it. Not a GTS, a GT4. What, PDK GT4? Yes. New one. You're right. No, oh, I'll have a look at that. No, I don't know. What, what colour is it? I haven't seen it. GT Silver. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> that, that means he's going to try and buy it off you later, so watch well, I've got, out. I've got one coming yeah. in like a week or so. Amazing. No, they're super, though. I think they're great. Great choice. But uh, yeah, Supra, you were wrong. I think they're very cool. However, I still haven't driven one yet, but I just... I well, I'm not wrong. I mean, I'm right now. I said it was all right. I was wrong initially. Let's move on <laughs> <laughs> to this stunning GT Silver 996. I think it's GT Silver. It must be GT Silver. 996. Is it Carrera S? Carrera, Carrera S? Carrera, there wasn't a Carrera S. Who's the 996 owner? There you are at the back. Is this the Carrera, right? It's very lovely. Slightly awkward because obviously mine's now sold. So we couldn't go on the, hey, we're both Silver 996 owners. Mine has now gone. You're happy about that, aren't you? No. Uh, you know? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm static. Sorry. A few oh, he's asking me about that car. But no. Thank you. <laughs> You're just saying no to his car. Sorry. <laughs> it's not for me. It's never going to be for you, is it? No. The thing is, when I put my car on collecting cars, I got a few messages saying, oh, isn't Tony a bit angry that you didn't give it to him to no. have the stock? And I was like, I mean, Tony would have literally burnt that car before taking it into stock. I knew that was the case. Yeah, I would have, yeah. Did well though on collecting cars. Very good. I have to say the collecting cars process as a seller was very easy. Now look, what I would say is if I was selling my 360, never going to happen. You wouldn't get a bid. <laughs> Piss <laughs> off. Piss <laughs> off. I would never put it on collecting cars because there's more that needs to be told with the story of that car. I'd want it to go to a proper person. I'd want someone who's selling it to really know what they're on about and not say that collecting cars doesn't do that, but it doesn't give you the time to do that. The reason that I saw the 911 that way is it was quick and easy. Mm. I didn't want to have to sit around and go back and forth. I just wanted, I just wanted to be gone. I was, I was done. I was like, let's get rid of it now. So it has its right place to of course. collecting cars. But for what I wanted, fantastic. Very happy with the sale figure. The new owner called me up immediately. We had a nice chat. He was very excited. Did he know the car? Did he know? So not actually. He, he, well, he knew the car, but he didn't know me. So he only discovered me from the listing and then found my videos helpful to sort of persuade him into wanting to bid on it, uh, which is good and nice to hear. Um, so yeah, I, it was a positive experience. Has anyone bought, a couple of people have bought cars from collecting cars. You bought a car from collecting cars. Anyone else bought or sold a car on collecting cars? Not I've yet. bought a couple. You have bought a couple, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the popular. Oh no, how do we, I feel like, where are you Mr. Poplar owner? There he is. It's laughing away. You're going to you're gonna have to shout loudly because the microphone's quite far away from you. But just remind us exactly what's going on here. Engine, please. Uh, Rover V8. Rover V8. The yellow, is it Ferrari yellow? Or are we just calling it Ferrari yellow? We're calling it Ferrari yellow. It's yellow. Its shifter is a snake head? Yes, he giggles to himself. Um, we don't know how much it weighs, but probably not very much. And you haven't crashed it yet, but Tony thinks you're going to crash it any second now. No, no. Uh, yeah, in the back of his Porsche. Good idea. <laughs> this thing, I think, is amazing. It's like a proper little hot rod, but brilliant. You think it's awful, don't you? I'd rather walk. Yeah. 
I was taking photos of this thing for this section, and you went, oh, no, that's not one of... No one would have turned up in that. You, you thought it was just like part of the like Duke of London or something. I was like, no, 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 that's one of our, that's one of our guests. Sorry. You couldn't believe it. I, co- I couldn't believe it got here. <laughs> I think it's very cool, I have to say. It's tiny as well. It's really small, actually. I miss small cars. Yeah. That's why the Abarth And it's so basically cool. loosely got the same engine as a Jag. Oh, piss off. Yes! <laughs> Uh, very nice Golfar estate parked right out front right by the uh, lovely coffee makers who've been making our STG coffee in this lovely empty cup I just ruined my own prop there that was stupid um, but yeah uh, tuned up was it 400 horsepower Mr. Got yeah 400 odd horsepower uh, lovely wheels on it ah, it's a nice bit kid do you remember we did a did we do that supercar driver event together where they were in a Golfar estate as the yeah. lead car we struggled to keep up with it <laughs> it's more than it's enough for the road that's it's more than enough for plenty the for the road yeah. great cars you can fit all your kit in it looks yeah. good yeah, lovely car. Um, a very nice yellow 981 GT4. There's a few GT4s here. We've said this before. When we do rate my rides, I think like 60% of our listeners own GT4s. Everyone's got GT4s, like, yeah. I don't know if that means we're speaking to a GT4 audience or that they just made 5 billion of them, mm. but like everyone's got a GT4 who listens to this podcast. Yeah. But that's a particular... I love a yellow GT4. I'm a big fan of a yellow Porsche full stop. And... I saw a 981 the day I was driving the PDK 718 GT4, saw the 981, I was like, that's still great. And if you're doing manual, if you're buying a manual 718 GT4, I would genuinely say save the money and get the 981. But like genuine, put like personally, only get the 718 if you're going to buy the PDK. That's, Fair enough. That's my opinion. Fair enough. All right, you're not going to go in on that? No? No. Okay. Like 718's better. Fine. There's the Project 7. I took about 17 photos of the Project 7. Uh, another white... 981 Cayman, is it an S, a GTS? It was loud. Base Cayman. Base Cayman. Look lovely, nice wheels. Loud? Really loud. What exhaust is on there? It's a Valve Tronic Design 911. Shouty, wasn't it? Yeah, very shouty, yeah. There was way back in the day when Paul Wallace Supercars of London fame was all about the army tricks, army tricks. I remember someone did an army tricks 981 Cayman and it literally sounded like a Formula One car from the 1980s. Insane. Yeah. Uh, very nice C63 AMG, the four door. We've talked a lot about them before, but that, that engine and, and just that, that era, that generation, C63, brilliant. Well, we sort of said last week that that's probably one of the best V8 engines made, that, that 6.2 or 6.3 or whatever it is. Very good. I agree with you. There's the 718 GT4. I'm going to have a proper look around there. <laughs> I know you are. You're going to make a bid, aren't you? Uh, l- lovely M2. Very yeah. nice M2 in the blue with the nice wheels. M2 that, comp. That is a comp. That was going to say yeah. that's where you get the wheels. I, I think our listeners, I think if they've not got M2s or M2 comps, I think they've got Caymans. Yeah. I think it's a You're very, right. very good, big proportion of our audience. Though. You're so right. Right, what have I missed? Because I've now run out of photos. There's a couple of McCanns knocking around. There's a nice old Range Rover. Is that a V8 Range Rover, the big old one? Who's, where are you guys? V8? Yeah. V8 supercharged. V8 supercharged. Cheeky. That must be about 3 MPG, doesn't it? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else have I missed? What else didn't turn up? There's an S3, very nice S3. I supplied that car. Did you? The to blue the S3? Yeah. Is, the is he lying? No. Where are you? Is that true? Is that true? Yeah. Is it? Awful yeah. Awful service, I would assume so. Oh, you, don't, you won't want to buy, sell it back off me, will you? <laughs> That's that. I don't want it now. Anything else? What else did I miss? GT86. GT86. That's a good little Was car. Was that bone stock? Shut up. That doesn't exist. That's not a thing. <laughs> the only, one in the country. only bone stock you did six. Do you like it though? It's fun, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
It's a great little driver's car. That and MX-5 still yeah. right up there. It's just like good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, was, well, I said good. Well, let's just stop. <laughs> it's just good. Uh, anything else? M135. M135. Who said that? Yeah. There you are. Good man. Very nice. So yeah, is the, uh, where, where, when did they go rear-wheel drive? When did it, is the rear-wheel drive? Nice four-wheel drive, a new one. It's a new one. Yeah. Ah. How do you like it? It's good. Talk stairs. Talk stairs, yeah. Scott Haldick's unit in it, that's why. There he goes again, trying to show off with the technical. Last week, he's like, oh, yeah, so let me explain how drift mode works. I was like, <laughs> did you go to an engineering lecture? Where's this coming from? I, mean, I do know a little bit, boy. Uh, a little bit. Um, very nice. Uh, uh, what else did I see? And a bath? Oh, and ab- how did I forget the Abarth? Come on. And what, it's a 70th anniversary one. Lovely bit of kit. Blue, nice colour. Really nice colour. So good. So, so good. I'm uh, fed up with hearing about them cars. Every week I have to listen to you about them. It's one. like I get commission if I sell them. Yeah. Oh, not yet. Um, I, think, I think we've covered all the bases No there. one's turned up in a Julia Quadrifolio, which I'm really upset about. Because we know no one owns them. Which is peculiar. It's it's not peculiar because we why don't we own them? Well, I have. No, you've had stock, mate. That's a no. Difference. I bought an you're early so one. You're so social media. You're so social media. All my stock are my own cars. Well, who bought them? <laughs> Your business bought them. But who's the business? You. Well, there you go then. So they're mine. <laughs> Whose are they? You should start a YouTube channel. My fifty car garage. Oh, can you imagine? Fiesta like, ST. Go down well, wouldn't it? <laughs> You'd actually probably go viral. You'd probably get more views than me. <laughs> Kill me. Depending on half the other lot that are on there, that's for sure. That's a good point. No, okay, so the one car that was supposed to be here, that unfortunately the guy got pinged, bloody COVID, uh, he was going to bring down a 992 Targa Heritage Edition. That would have been nice to see. Nine, oh, yeah. Yeah, brand new 911 Targa. Um, a lot of money, though, them. A ton of money. Good yeah. man for buying it. I mean, yeah. Genius. Uh, but yeah, you're right. No Julia Quadrifolios. And then someone sent me a photo yesterday of a Stelvio Quadrifolio. Who's ever seen a Stelvio Quadrifolio on the road? Couple. Okay, not. Uh, just wait one second. Anyone? No. How many have you seen, Tony? Couple. Yeah, just thank you. Told you. <laughs> I was asking the audience, you number. Oh, <laughs> just getting in. They're so rare. Mm. One came past me on the motor the other day and I was like, oh, that's nice. Forgot about those. And then mm. someone took me, sent me a photo of a black one yesterday. Cool cars, but yeah, that's it. No, no but it's the same with that um, F Pace Jag SVR. Yeah, you're right. People Can't overlook see many them. Of them. Yeah. People just overlook. Because I think when you get to spending 60 odd grand on a sporty SUV, which both those cars are. I can. Yeah, well, or you stretch a little bit further because it all comes down to finance at that point, doesn't it? And An SVR. Yeah, range of a sport SVRs yeah. or, you know, you can even get second-hand Bentleys under 100 grand now, can't you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's a weird price point, but, but they're both very good. Anyway, that was our Rate My Rides. I think we were very nice to all of you, but we kind of had to because you paid to be here. So <laughs> we're not going to be that rude about your car. Well, you're always nice to everyone. <laughs> we're never that mean, are we? You're sometimes opinionated, but we're never bit, that yeah. mean, yeah. yeah. Um, so one thing I just want to touch on before we move on to talking about the McLaren 765LT, because that could be... No, come on. Uh, Nürburgring. Uh, of course, we sort of should, as Petroheads, touch on the fact that there have been some pretty horrific... Has, mm. has been some pretty horrific flooding in and around the Nürburgring area. Plenty of coverage out there. Uh, online about it. Uh, our thoughts, I guess, go out to that community. It looks pretty horrendous. Hey, the world is uh, an ever-changing place. We're seeing disasters left, right and centre. And, you know, here in the UK, we have plenty of them. We have had plenty of them. That's there will all be, over the world, mate. There will be more, exactly. It happens all over the world. I think there are various ways that people can support and help that community. Mm. I'm pretty sure the Nürburgring or the people organising have said stop sending donations at this point because they're now overloaded. But uh, it is worth us trying to support as and where we can uh, at this point I think you know just 
worth being aware of what's going on there probably not booking your next track day over excitedly sure. just, just being a bit considerate and our yeah so our thoughts go out because if you've never been to the Nürburgring, the community around the Nürburgring are amazing. They all are, the yeah. cafes, hotels, people, they're all enthusiastic, they're all mm. passionate, they're all supportive. And it's not the kind of place where they're going, oh, tap, 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 turn your exhaust off. Like they kind of want you to go past revving, they kind of want you to be part of it. Uh, and it's a great place to be and a stunning place to be. Yeah. So to see some of the destruction that's happened there is, is pretty upsetting and pretty shocking. And For sure. God knows what it must be like to have gone through that. But... As I say, uh, not to be all Greta Thunberg, but uh, climate change. Very, um, uh, very wealthy country though, Germany. You know, they'll sort it out. They'll get plenty of support, as as you would hear as well. So yeah, um, let's keep know, our fingers crossed. Doesn't yeah, doesn't take yeah. away from the trauma of your house being swept down a of river. So uh, yeah, awful. I think um, there's been, as I say, plenty of coverage from within the automotive sort of community online. If you don't really know what's going on, if you want to check out what's going on, if you want to find out ways that you can support, uh, you know, did just jump on YouTube, jump on anywhere, and you'll find plenty of ways that you can do that. So I thought it was worth us at least of saying because we both been there we like we like going there uh, Ter- terrifying but ter- ter- absolutely yeah. terrifying um and one car that would be terrifying around the Nürburgring is yes the mclaren 765lt well you go first because you've driven it yeah so uh, when it launched we both said what's the point in that car if one car didn't need to be any faster it was a 720s if one car didn't need to do anything more it was a 720s that car is so capable in every single dimension which is why i didn't like it at first because it tries to cover too many bases it's too comfortable it's too fast it's too you're like what is this and over time as all the other manufacturers i think have copied that that sort of formula so we've got the fh reputer does the same the turbo s does the same the 720s has made more sense but still this is the best at it Calm down. Um, yeah, <laughs> Told everyone here that today. You're probably right. Single one. <laughs> um, but anyway, so then the LT launched. And the thing is, we've always been quite pro the LT products mm. from McLaren. Um, the 600 LT, great car. 675 LT, probably the only McLaren either of us would actually go and buy we, if we, we had said to. We think it's probably the, the best car they've made. They've so, made it, excluding yeah. the F1, but you would disagree. Um, so I was like, okay, I should give this a chance. Now, I should have mentioned this before we started recording. Everyone in this room, uh, you are under NDA without realising it. I'm about to talk about something which officially is under embargo, which means I'm not allowed to publicly talk about it until Tuesday. If any of this gets out, I will be sued for more money than I have. So (laughs) no one record this. No one talk about it. It's not that exciting, I'll be honest. But uh, McLaren unveiling the 765LT Spider. uh, on Tuesday, which I have gone and seen in film. We all knew that Judging by everyone's reaction, everyone's like, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way! <laughs> but apparently, I'm not allowed to talk about it publicly, but this episode will not go out till Thursday, so I would then have not broken any embargoes. But I say, please, please do not get me sued by McLaren. And this is Tuesday today. Oh, no, we're recording Sunday. No, 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 you broke the embargo. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. I'm very tired. Sorry, good point. Uh, anyway, so the reason I was driving the LT Coupe was because of the Spider, and I said I can't go and film a static Spider having never driven the actual car. Um, that seems a bit mad. So uh, yes, anyway, went to pick up this thing. Thought I'll give it a chance. I can hear Twiggy wagging her tail somewhere. <whistles> Hello. Sorry, Twiggy's in the background distracting me. Went to pick up this LT, and uh, you know what? Here's here's my thought. It's really good because it's really ridiculously stupid, as in there's no need for it. It is so aggressive and brutal. The whole thing vibrates and hums and shakes. Poor Tugu was in the passenger seat. Every time I looked at her, she was like... (laughs) 
if you look in the rearview mirror, it's shaking. You can't see out of the rearview mirror. Then you've got plexiglass over the engine cover that's like this. The whole time, the exhaust, four wall exhaust tailpipes are so loud all the time. Then it's got start stop because oh, it's 2021, ridiculous. So you had a traffic lights and then it suddenly goes, is it, is, it, is it loud? It's so loud. Really? And even in its comfort setting, you can still dial it back because it is essentially a 720S. So you've still got the ability to sort of soften things off. In stock settings, it's in sports, so you can dial it down to comfort. It's a bit better, but the throttle response is insane. You give 5%, you're like, Rah! and I'm like, what is going on? And on the motorway, it's like a motorbike. The thing is so hyper alert. If you look down to do the volume controls, you're swerving between lanes. Like, it's. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. But that's why I really liked it. <laughs> what was it? It killed you. Yes. And I said as much in this video, which would have gone live by the time this podcast has been released. I liked it because it felt like it wanted to kill me. And I've said that about the F12 TDF before. Cars that want to kill you are fundamentally exciting. They're terrifying, but they're good. They're exciting. And they give you feeling and emotion. And not many McLarens do that. So many McLarens are dull and boring at slow speeds. I've never driven one that has tried to kill me, essentially. Is there, is there one? P1, maybe? P1, maybe. Yeah. But the rest of them are just very, very fast. And then, if not that, very, very boring. Yeah. This car is so maniacally insane. I said in the video, if it's going to kill you, it's going to kill you and then cut you into thousands of pieces, chuck your body in an acidic bathtub, and then do some satanic prayers. Like It's like this really... And therefore... Or, or what catch is, fire. Or catch fire. But they've added a lot of areas. <laughs> so much like open areas, like heat extraction areas. Really? Oh my God. And they were talking about like, look how cool this looks. It's like an F50 or P1. I was like, no, that's literally so it doesn't catch on fire. Yeah. Did you say that? The only reason, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look, would I have one? No. Would I have one over a 720S? Maybe, because it's mental, but you've got to be mad to want one. It's a, it's a track. It's a full-on track car. But the reason I applaud it is McLaren have actually gone and built it. Fair enough. So, talk to me, because you were raging in the week because Paul and I decided to gang up your, on you on WhatsApp. And I sent Tony a saying, I'd have a 765 LT instead of a Pista. He started fuming. I then said that the LT was going to hold its value better than a Pista. He fumed he even started, more. He screenshots. And he's going, cars. guys, I'm busy, which you weren't. And we well, was, I was. We were winding you up. Uh, so, go on. Talk well, to look, me about your thoughts. Listen, trying to convince me about a 765 LT is like trying to convince a turkey about Christmas. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mate, I am not interested in that car. You can't listen. They're nearly four hundred grand specced, yeah. Which is so you can have a, a used pista, say, and any pick anything else after that, basically, as as a two car. The, I know you were going in on me about look at the values of these and look at the values of that, but that car will be. 200 grand in three years time it would have done half its value for sure and and then and then you tried to come back at me and say well there's only 40 well there's six available for sale now so that's eight percent of them they're already they're not even all built yet i was definitely winding you up i text paul before i text you saying well, i knew watch you this dot 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 <laughs> i sent you all those messages um but f fundamentally i think the only reason i'm pro it at this stage is the fact that mclaren have been brave enough to make it because it's stupid. Like, you wouldn't want it. It's so aggressive. It's so insanely fast and hyper alert. On track, it's probably amazing. On track, I think it must be spectacular. But at that point, well, no, not at that point, go and buy a GT3 car because they're 100 grand more. But it, it's, it doesn't make sense. But that's why I like that it's been built. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm trying to say is mm. that McLaren 
often playing to the masses, build these cars that do everything, where it feels like somebody in McLaren or the cool people in McLaren have gone, no, I want it to be mental. I want it to be ridiculous. I want no one to ever want it. And I, I'm no compromises here. But they kind of have to make it and do that because that market, which is amazing, it's nearly a 400 grand market. It's so competitive. You've got the, the Black Series Merc. You've got that. You've got the STO. These are all free cars that have all come out at the same time. And then you work back, you've got the P-Star. There's more that I can probably think of if I had a bit more time. <laughs> if you prepared. If I prepared myself, yeah. But just look at, look at the... There's not enough people for them car, for all them cars. Well, I think there are, unfortunately. There's more people with too much money, you know. These cars do sell. What are we going to see? What are we going to see? We're going to see, I suppose. But I don't know. I should have walked away going like, you know, and, and the spider... The spider's the one I'd have because it would allow in a lot more of that Emotion because the engine is right behind your shoulder. They've got a sort of new weird glass. You can see some of the engine within the cabin. So it's super mechanical. It's a bit like a Carrera GT. It's you, all you hear is engine. You don't hear any of the exhaust. Not the exhaust sounds that nice, but so it's it's horrible in there. It's horrible. Like just not less fun. spiders than coupes. I imagine no same number seven six five seven six five. Really? Yeah. Um, Which is brave because they didn't. Well, they didn't make five hundred, but they said they made five hundred six hundred. 675 LTs. Yeah. They struggled to sell all them. Yeah. And they've made another 200 of them. Yeah, it's, it's, a, big, it's a big number uh, and, and big money, as you say. The spider, I, I get, I don't know, like, I'm like, cool. I'm just like, I'm like, cool. Like, good that it exists, but at the same time, it's just... Uh, you, know, you know another thing as well is that I appreciate how good it probably is, right? But all cars at that money are good because you'd be fuming if they weren't. But... Listen, for 150 grand, if you really want a McLaren, you can have a 600 LT. Yes, yeah, which is probably, well, as mad, but a touch more usable? I don't know. Like, loads more usable. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and you can have nearly three of them. For the <laughs> Before you buy a 765. Exactly. I'm, saw, I'm sort of with you, but then when I saw the spider in the room, I was like, it does look like a 300 grand car. Like, it does look like an expensive car. Not for long, but anyway, we'll see. Have so you yeah. seen that new Aventador that's come out? Oh, uh, the Ultima. What was Nearly it called? Nearly half a million quid. For what? It's an Aventador S, right, with a body kit? Yeah, no, with no body kit. Oh, no body the, kit. The, it's the, it's the, the last generation. The finale. The, yeah, 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 the Aventador yeah. S. They're copying Bagani. I mean, they are a joke with that car. But why aren't they releasing the... Repl- like, where's the replacement Aventador? It's not ready. It's what do you mean system. it's not ready? They've built that car for 35 years. Yeah, but it, I think it's a bit of an embarrassment. I think they was about to release it and then Ferrari released the SF90 it was a lot more horsepower so oh, I think so thought, made ah, we can't release that quite yet because it's a bit of an embarrassment yes. so I think that's what happened ah okay so they're trying to re- like develop more out of it yeah but do you not think it's equally embarrassing to do another Aventador haven't we seen every single iteration of an Aventador but ever? they do run mate for is it 10 years now that car's been running they do normally run for that period of time to be fair you're right the Lambos don't they? they don't churn out their big halo models no but oh, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I feel like, it, I feel like it's needed. Mm, more um, than needed, yeah. More than needed for that. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, well, I mean, maybe, maybe Eventsdor's going to make it into our next list because I wanted to touch on cars every petrol head should own at some point in their life. Now, we're talking sort of almost forget money for a second because let's just hope and assume that at various points in life you have enough money to buy these cars. And if you did, what are the cars that you must try? Now, the reason I wanted to kick this off is that I think in the Top Gear, true Top Gear era, it was always Alfa, right? You're not a petrol head unless you've owned an Alfa Romeo. That was Clarkson's favourite statement. But I'm going to say right now, I do not think that is true anymore. Oh, I don't know about that Julia Quadrifoglio. I think you've got to have one of them. But do you not think Alfa Romeo no longer represents what it did? I think Clarkson's mentality was, you know, they're sort of so awful, they'll put you Crap, through such yeah. hell, they'll rust, they'll break down, but, but the joy you'll get when they work will outweigh that, and that's a true petrolhead experience. You know, we've all had cars that are kind of awful or have their quirks or have their bad parts, but as as we go, that doesn't matter, it sounds amazing, or look how great the gear change is, and I think that's what Alpha used to be, but now the Julia Quadrifoglio is just really good, and okay, fine, some of them didn't work at the beginning, but now I think they do, and it doesn't have that same, so I don't know what, appeal, it's just, well, as we know, no one buys them. That, that would be in my list though, mate. A Quadrifoglio? Yeah, yeah. What uh, about a 4C? No, Julius. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point. I think they've lost some of that mysticism. Like it's no longer okay. Hands up here. Who lusts after owning an Alfa Romeo at one point? One guy who then put his hand down very quickly. It's that's the thing is I, th- I do think 15 years ago when Clarkson used to bang on about it in Top Gear, everyone was like, "Yeah, Alfa Romeo, like true Petro." I just don't think it's got that same appeal anymore. But I mean, they are good now, which is odd. I mean, if you all drove one, you'd go flipping. Oh, I've got to have one of these. That's but, no exactly. one, but no one does. No one ever... Including us. Over, exactly. They just get overlooked. But it's a cracking car, that... I don't think you need to... Like, I don't think that's a car. I think you should drive one. I would change that and say everyone should drive a Julia Quadrifoglio. I don't think necessarily to own one. I would say on the flip, everyone should at some point own a BMW M3. Because <sighs> it's similar... Let's talk about, we're talking about the four-door here. Not the weird impulse. Yeah, for technology, maybe, yeah. Maybe for technology. They've always represented something. Okay, the new yeah. era represents damn ugly, but, you know, fundamentally, they always represent some kind of a driver's car. The BMW M cars always drive properly, yeah. They uh, always drive properly. So, throughout the generations, of course, now we've got M2, we had 1M as well, that, you know, some people say, oh, that's, that's the true M car these days. But if you look at, from, what, E30, like through to modern day. Mm. M3 has always represented something. And I think of course, yeah. as a petrol head, I only owned a, I owned a 330i saloon, so I've never owned an M3. But mm. I feel like I had a little bit of that 
BMW and I'm in an X40. Yeah. No, oh, sorry, X3 M40i. God, I don't even know the name. Uh, wished, wished I was in a Volvo, clearly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think there's something about BMW and M which maybe everyone needs to experience at some I agree. point yeah, in life. Yeah, Petra, yeah. hands up yep. for M3 ownerships or design. No one! What is going on? Okay, come on. Yeah? E46, the old one. E46, okay. Who's had an M car in here? This That's probably new. Who's bought an M car at some point? Who wants an M car? Yeah, okay, there we go. Okay, yeah. Go. Phew, finally. <laughs> I got a bit nervous now. Like, <laughs> not know. Who wants flapping. a GT4? <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just, I do think that I, I'm firmly putting, I'm going to put M3, not just M car. Yeah, okay. Okay, fine. Go on, give a shout, because I, I almost certainly know which one you're going to say. So. Well, it's a Porsche. Yeah. Now, I am going to say GT4, because, no, 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 because... Not everyone, it's not always obtainable to be spending 150, 200 grand on a car. Porsche buy that, make that car to get into an affordable GT car. And really, when you think, for money, is there really, as a sports car, for that money and that level, is there anything better than a GT4? Really? Well, I, I would combat that by saying everyone should at some point own a 911. Yeah, yeah. GT4 is fairly specific, right? But the 911, okay, every era has changed slightly and there'll be some people from the 70s going like, oh, a 991 is a disaster. And, you know, 997 to 991, huge difference. You know, they, they do change, but fundamentally a 911 is a thing. It looks a certain way. It feels a certain way to drive. It's different to many other things on the road. And if you've had that Porsche experience, we keep saying it's a cult. Once you buy one, you're kind of in for life. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, at that point, they just, it's like Apple, you know, really hard to step away from. You just want all the others. Um, and that's something very unique to Porsche, I think. Hence why yeah. I've had three and not kept any of them. But anyway, long story short. Uh, and, and so therefore, I think 911 as Petrohead's as drivers it's something we should all experience yeah, and I, if and we I, can. And I would agree 911, but again, mate, a, a new 911 now is 100 grand. No, but that's what, I, I, firstly, I'm not saying, I, I said at the beginning, definitely budget, is no, like, no thought okay, about budget, because at some fair point enough. in life, hopefully, we'll all work to a point where let's yeah, pretend yeah, we can yeah, buy yeah. any car. So yeah. what, if you got to that point, what car should we all try and own at various stages yeah. of our lives? But also, you can go and buy a 996, 911, for relatively little money these days. I wouldn't advise her. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Good okay, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, a, you know, you, it, you've got the potential to get into a 911 at any budget, and that yeah. goes right up to GT2 RSs or Speedsters or whatever it might be. I say, I'm putting money outside the window because let's just pretend we won the Euro Millions and you want to build the ultimate garage. What is the one, you know, what are the various cars you should include in there as a petrol head? La so, Ferrari. Well, yeah, no, no, Enzo. <laughs> no, but wait, stick with the 911 for a second. What I'm trying to say is cars that we should all experience owning if we could. Okay. And GT4, I think, is too specifically niche. Okay. And there's only two variants. One 911 ranges for 70 years. Yeah, so fair, yeah fair enough. Fair at some enough. point. No, I'd, have a, I'd still have the GT4 in there. I know what you're saying. And that, you know, if, if you haven't got money for a GT4, then, yeah, you can have... Or even a normal Cayman, mate. Like a normal, it's still the best sports car for its for its price range. It's still very good. Well, speaking about affordable sports cars, or you know, relatively affordable, MX Five. Yeah, I mean it is good, but I mean people do buy them, I suppose. But as a true petrol head, shouldn't we have all experienced and driven? Or GT eighty six, another great example, like mm. a low horsepower, rear wheel drive, light, small sports car. Like that is. That's driving. Like, there's no, 
there's nothing around the edges of it. That's if, if we had no money in the world and we were all sitting in this room, but someone gave each of us 500 quid, I'd go and find an MX-5. Yeah. Because like, it's, it's still going to give you some thrill, right? I wonder what would be your guys' like realistic dream car. Okay, that's probably we'll flip it on its head for a second. Yeah. Let's, let's interject. We can get some calls from the crowd. So, are you, just, are you saying not, not, dr- not money, not no dream. Okay, so what would you like your next car to be? Let's say yeah. you're working hard, you've got a sort of, you've seen something, you think that's kind of achievable. I already know GT4 owners are talking about GT3s. Uh, <laughs> I'm familiar with that issue. Uh, so yeah, let's work our way from the left and right. We're going to start over here with Supra and Up GTI crew. What would the next attainable car potentially be? Lotus Amira, yes, what a good shout. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Exige. Two Lotuses, two Lotai. Have you seen that, Amira? Yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you're, I, I do think you're becoming more of an outsider on this Amira. Yeah, I was You turned against it a bit. So excited when I saw it. Well, we know when I saw it, it was all like flapping. But and then when I actually saw it, I thought, oh. Now I know why it's 60 grand. It looks like it. But it you keep saying that that's a bad thing. Like, it's not supposed to be more. We saw the pictures and thought that looks like a 120 grand car. It's a 60 grand car. That's why it's 60 grand. You'll keep saying, well, oh, now I know why it's 60 grand. Yeah. Yes, because it's 60 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's like, it's like seeing a, a, a girl on Instagram here we go. that's photoshopped and then actually seeing her in real life and thinking, oh my God. What's happening there? No, because that's a thing. Man. No, but it's, it's the not, same thing. It, no, it's not because it would be the same thing if she said this image is photoshopped. Well, we know it's photoshopped. No, but the Amira is sixty grand. You walked in and went, "That looks sixty grand." I didn't. I didn't say that at first though, did I? When I saw the pictures, I said it looked like a supercar. But it always said it was sixty grand. Yeah, so this but, is the but, thing. Like you, your head. So you're looking at photoshopped girl going, "Oh, that's all real. I love that. I have a bit of that." And then you're going, oh, wait, I'm she's a catfish. But if she said, I have photoshopped this image, this is not what I look like, you'd go, okay, when I meet her, I know she's not going to look like that. You can't then go, well, you look fit on Instagram, love. Yeah, but, mate, on, like, I'd, it's not for me. I mean, I know I, it's no, not, I know I mean, it's not, but, I, but it, your argument for why it's not really frustrates me. Okay, good. <laughs> and what engine do you want? It would have to be the 3 The V6? Oh, I think... I, it's got to be a manual. <laughs> This is a petrol head segment. Be okay. <laughs> You're so going in. You're so annoying. Okay, let's move on. Uh, so, Cayman GTS, arguably one of the nicest cars here. What's your eye on next? Uh, seven, okay, it's GT4. Good I mean, shout. that's the thing. It's the Porsche cult. If you've got a Porsche, you're looking for the next Porsche. So, GT3. There's a recent acquisition, so maybe you're not looking to change up too soon. Yeah, 991.2 GT3. 991.2. Perfect. Manual or PDK? PDK. Yeah, see, he's learning. Yeah. No, no, you know why? Because he's, he's, you know, not young. He's not old, but he's not young. You know, well, hold on a second. No, wait. He's 25, he told me earlier. <laughs> Odd paper around, not mine. He understands, mate. He, he gets it. You know, like talking to some of these dribbly kids sometimes. They just, Daniel GG3, yeah, lovely free pedals. <laughs> Can't even reach the pedals. <laughs> It is, it is a social media thing. We talked about this when people said, oh, can you imagine a manual 599 GTO? I, I <laughs> wouldn't want to. I mean, I just, you wouldn't go anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, M2 Comp, what's, what would be next on the agenda? I mean, I like 
Okay, we're going, <laughs> we're going Lamborghini Urus. Uh, no, hey, each their own. If that's, you know, goals, I'm getting not such similar looks from the area you're with. But. Julia, Julia Quadrifoglio, Twiggy's, um, Twiggy's tearing something up in the background. Okay, yeah, I could see that. M2 to an M3 or a Julia Quad, that's a pretty... Or Urus. Or, or a Urus, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Building the collection. Yeah. GT86, where are we going from there? Not so sure, maybe an F80 M3. An F80 M3. Good shout. That big power, though. You, yeah. <laughs> first day in the rain, be careful if you make that jump. That's, a, that's a disaster, crack. right? Yeah. Uh, Audi S3. Oh, sorry, I was looking behind you there. What goal, mate? Sorry, jump in. Cayman uh, GTS, yeah. Everyone's loving the Cayman. Where's the Cayman Cayman gang? So sorry, yeah. Behind you, Audi S3. Where'd you go from there? Maybe M5. M5. Oh, new shape one. Yeah. Oh, I look for one. I look. You look for one for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Mate, that is one of my favourite cars. That I saw Alexander's Prestige, the 35-year edition. What shape was that? Is that the latest one? Which sat in black and had gold bits in it. They're only making 350 of them. Is that the latest car? I don't know yeah. if that's the latest one. Uh, Wasn't it just before? I think it was the one just before. Mm. But it was brand new. It had all the plastics still on it. Absolutely nuts collector it's thing. It's a proper car. They're car. proper cars. Yeah. They do everything. Absolute machine. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I'm so sorry. I forgot what you came down in. No, I came down in a BMW 125i. 125i, okay. Where would you, where would you like to go from there? Cayman, yeah, welcome to the gang. <laughs> Instead of behind the glass stickers, I'm going to start hanging out Cayman Owners Clubs, stickers for these events. <laughs> it's because it is the best. Cayman or an M car. Yeah. I mean, they are really the go-to cars, I think, for the general public. You need to stock more, public. you'll sell more. Well, I do, I try, I try, so we sell loads of them. <laughs> okay, we're going to keep powering through that. I quite like this segment. Well done, Tony, flip this on his head. Uh, okay, uh, Civic Type R, so where do we go from there? New NSX. Oh, Tony, we were supposed to buy one of those about two years ago. Well, I'm hoping you wouldn't remind him because they're going to go again. <laughs> Proper car. And you know what? Paul Wallace, again, not to keep giving oh. him free promotion, he, said, he drove that the other day and he was like, what a... That's yeah. overlooked. Just like the Project 7, what an overlooked car. Underrated car. So underrated. Yeah. As quick as a 570S. Yeah, Literally yeah, Literally as quick yeah. as a 570S. Yeah. So much more usable. Because the interior is a bit cheap, you can kind of feel like you can bash it around a bit. You're not really breaking really expensive things. And it's a Honda. It's a Honda, but yeah. like, but in a good way. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. cool, and people yeah, see yeah. it and they go, "What's that?" Like, yeah. so you're sticking with the Honda family, I like that. And you're were in a TT, oh, TTRS would be a yeah, because you're a TT one. at the moment, right? That's a good car. TTRS. Do you remember that's one of the first videos we've done? Uh, one of the first times we ever filmed together on CD yeah. Glass, TTRS. TTRS. For, uh, it was like buying a daily series. Or that's right. Yeah. Um, you came down on the train, good sir. Uh, <laughs> what, what if you were swapping the train for something? <laughs> New M4. What? Hands up. Who thinks the new M3 M4 is starting to look quite good? Yeah, everyone's put their hands up. <laughs> I, I always said that car. I good. had that realization the other day. One pulled up next to me and I was like, oh, damn it, it's starting to look quite good. That's so annoying. Good shout, though. I'd like a 997 PDK. 997 PDK. Just a Carrera S or 4S. 4S. Okay, lovely. That's from the, the 135i, right? So that would be a nice step. I think the 997.2, I found, a, a, nice I found a brown one. What do you mean a nice step? It would be a nice step. He's normal, his car that he's got now is better. Quicker. Don't be silly. It's just, he wants to get a 911. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. That's better. He's <laughs> <laughs> got all that modern technology and head-up display and all that. 997 is like getting in your car. 
Well, Mr. Sorry. I just turned up in a PDK GT4. Yeah. I, I don't think you can possibly want anything else, but go on, if you were. A 907 GT3. There's a man in front of you who said he will take 200 grand for one today. <laughs> the RS. Okay, RS. Be very, very nice. Look, another one. He's got a better car. I, mean, I see this so often. People coming out of their cars, they're going to worse cars. Yeah. He's got, he's got a better car. <laughs> it's like a man who says a 540C and buys a 360. <laughs> Who'd do that? Yeah, do that. Um, no, even I'd do that. You would do that? What, I'd have a 360. I'd have a, I'd have a You're starting to be quite nice about my 360. On, this week on WhatsApp, you said you'd have one instead of a 765 LT. Did I say that? Yeah. I was probably trying to wind you up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abarth, where'd you go from an Abarth? 4C, man, after my own heart. Come on, that's a, that's a no, genius man. move. Thing is, I've said it before in the podcast, they're starting to lose a little bit of their appeal for me, the 4Cs. I think it's still great. I don't want to talk you out of it. Leaning more towards F type because he's just a legend, that guy. Oh, Absolutely. that's better. Yeah, yeah, get an F type. Yeah. I would get an F type. Although, uh, so I was recently driving a Ferrari and the Ferrari press officer uh, bought the F type to swap the cars with me. Show off. Uh, hello. And he turned up and he got out. He absolutely ruined the F type. <laughs> I couldn't believe how much it oscillates on the road. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, chill out. Just because you're driving Ferraris all day. Um, guys, you didn't drive. Did you drive down today? Polo. Polo. Where would you go from Polo? M3. M2, okay, that makes, that makes a bit of sense. Comp or non-comp? Comp. Comp, comp yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, Cayman, where would we go from Cayman? I was going to say GT3. Oh, GT3, four litre. <laughs> okay, okay, I think he's doing People well. forget about that 458 now, don't they? It's a little bit old now, though, to be fair. I don't think anyone forgets about a 458, do they? No one yeah. really ever talks about it, though, or says 458, though. When's the, the last van? time you heard someone say 458? Just now. Apart from men. <laughs> now, if the Project 7 man wants to change his car for anything, I'm literally going to leave right now. The podcast is going to be over. So I hope you're going to say nothing. I'm happy with what I've got. But what would you change your Project 7 for? Uh, F12. An F12. Right, that's it. I'm out. Yeah. No, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, a fairly good shout, to be honest. Great car. It'd Great kill car. you. It, uh, yeah, on a day like today, because it's just not bone dry mm. you would crash on the way out but that's kind of what makes it so exciting I think so makes sense though it makes sense uh, I'm trying to look behind you you've got the Range Rover the V8 where, where would we go from there the new V8 Defender very different I think you'd find uh, for many reasons um, I've heard rumours on the grapevine that there's now going to be because that I think is it limited that V8 one they did which doesn't make a lot of sense or maybe yeah. not but there's apparently going to be an SVR variant as well mm. so that's going to be going up against G, make, G-Wagon that would make loads of sense an SVR an version an SVR version yeah. so yeah I'd be see, interested to see how you how it'd be you much come. the same as your current car it won't work yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so sorry I've, I've forgotten what you came down in as well 996 of course of course how did I forget that well, again, I'm sure you wouldn't want to change, but if you had to, what would you be looking to? 430. 430. I had one of them. You keep thinking about Scud as well, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I dip in and out. I just, I mean, it's just going to break, isn't it? But I had a 430. I, I enjoyed it. It was my first Manual Ferrari. or F1 box? Don't care. Manual. That's a few, monster as a manual. Though, mate. You get a, get a 458 for not much more money. And a manual 430. Yeah, yeah, at that point. Would you have a 458 if it was the same money as a manual 430? That's your era, he the 430. Like, he, he, like, he likes old yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a bit fair, like the 360. Fair. kind of makes fair sense. Enough. Yeah. Uh, where else have we got to? Guys at the back. Well, came in the McCann, probably in 
oh, McCann to AMR Vantage. Oh, you will. I get the feeling like you're, yeah. I'm not, I think that's a one-sided decision. That's a couple we're looking at here, and maybe that's a one-sided decision. She's side. human, She's like fuming. me. <laughs> AMR Vantage. Um, I'm supposed to be driving that in the week. You got a GT4? Oh, sorry, okay, so if you've got a GT4, bloody, you can come back. You, <laughs> my cans are here, my vantage can leave. No, I'm joking. Are you so, married, are you two? Are you married? Okay. Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> GT4, very cool. Air my vantage, I'm... Paul and I are supposed to be doing a video on that this week, so I'm super intrigued to hear. Uh, they're all manual, are they? The AMRs, or you can option it? I don't know. No, I think they're manual. I think they're all manual, yeah. I think maybe, which is supposed to be a bit of a handful, but, but good-looking car, for sure. <laughs> uh, yellow GT4. Again, I'll be shocked. I mean, if you don't say GT3, you're probably going to be very unpopular. But F430 or GT3 Touring. F430 from a Cayman. You, hey, again, hey. you've gone backwards. <laughs> It's a generational thing, okay? No, he's not that old. No, but it's cars that you lust after. It's like the 360 for me. It's cars you lust after when you're growing up. Yeah, but he's got a great car. He's going to go into a terrible one. He's not going to go into a terrible one. Go around the lap. He's going to be a slower, but it's not about going around the lap. Yes, it is. No, it's always around the lap for you. <laughs> um, okay, moving across. So, uh, go off our estate. Where do we go from there? Exige, more Lotus gangs. You guys can hang out after the event. <laughs> I do love an Exige. I that's thought he was going to say RS6. But that's also extreme, going from Gulf R Estate to Exige. You're going to have yeah. to sell everything you own. <laughs> Too obvious. He's not an obvious guy. He likes to be a bit, been out there, a bit quirky. Look at his beard. I bet he's yeah. an accountant. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Way too trendy Look for an like accountant. One. Yeah, uh, guys. C sixty three S. Which what did you come out in today? Oh yeah, the Octavia, of course, with the yellow. That's Love a great it. car. That's you have to be yellow fog lights on the C sixty three. The new shape, the coupe. Did you say? Okay. Yeah, it's a great yeah, car. Yeah, it's a very good car. Yeah. And I like the edition one ones, or the first of them, the yellow and the satin grey. That was all quite nice. It's a it? modern car, and it is rare because we say it quite a lot because they're so good modern cars, they do everything. It's a modern car with some character, and it's re- it is rare now to find a modern car with some character. Yeah. And that has, that's one of them. It's Bit of a monster, pops yeah. and bangs. Yeah. Uh, Poplar. <laughs> Ford Escort Gear. Ford Escort Gear. Tony was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> E39 M5. That's a sought-after car these days. People I, are going mad. I for that. told you about one of them, didn't I? I couldn't get one. I told one of you them. about them. No, 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 no. What I mean is, I, to- I told you about. I couldn't give couldn't one get, away yeah, ten yeah, yeah. years ago. It's we see this so often, right? Like M3 CSLs, which now is obviously like so popular, so in vogue. But for a while, they were. Are they fifty or sixty grand now? Then one went up for a hundred the other day. Oh no, a hundred for an M3 no. CSL. Madness, right? No chance. Um... Sorry, I've forgotten. Did you come down in a... Uh, which college did you come down in? Uh, McCann. McCann. Okay, McCann. Great. great car. Where would you go from there? Doesn't want to. Box the spider. Box the spider. That's very nice. I love... The 718 or the 91? You don't really care. Just give me a box the spider. 981. 981, yeah. It's got a softer look to it, doesn't it? Shoutier. Nice car. You slugged it off last week. No, 718 I did. Oh yeah, um, but the thing is, what I'm picking up on people, people have got the practical cars that are going for the least practical options. Well, I know, from yeah. a McCann to a Boxster Spider, from a Golf R to an Exige, like you're all screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to ask you any of your stuff. And then right at the back, oh TDF, what are you in at the moment? <laughs> what are you in at the moment? C63 to TDF. That would be an un. 
unbelievable transition. <laughs> and I would literally applaud you and come and make a video on your, on your new car. That's um, one of my favourite cars, that 2DF. Okay, Full so stop. I wonder for those listening who aren't here today whether that was an interesting segment. But I actually think it was a fascinating segment because it shows for all of us, right, no matter what car you've got, and there are people here who have literally picked up cars in the last couple of months, we're always thinking about what's next, right? I think as petrolheads, you're always continuing mm. to shop. It's very hard to be that happy with what you've got or content with what you've got because who else sits on auto trader and just currently goes like i'll just increase my budget ever so slightly and see what else i can buy and we often give ourselves a hard time i think for sort of yeah being a bit bored with stuff or chopping and changing we talked about it last week the mm. fact that youtubers chop and change cars often but when you're in and around cars and coming to events like today right how many times or how many cars out there today on the car park have you seen that i've gone Oh, I'd like one of those. Mm. Like I say, the, the 981 GTS is obviously the Project 7. Even the Golf R Estate, I'm like, that's just a nice, usable car. Like, and that's what happens when we're overexposed, especially with social media. We're always wanting something else. I'd like most of them because I need some stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in selling for Please, probably not help a me. great figure, get in touch with Tony. He's always looking for stock. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just part of our lives. So uh, cars every petrolhead should own are probably mm. whatever car you're thinking of next i think fundamentally we should all own as many things as we could of course or would we want to mm. and there's always going to be something else because i think even if you add, even if you had a tdf today there'd be something else there just would what would you have uh what would be next well we know project seven gt3 touring i would say 992 or 991.2 and i'd probably be happy however uh people in the room wouldn't have seen this yet but when this podcast goes live I drove a challenge for Dali on Friday, oh. Alexander's Prestige. And once again, I said, you know, I always bang on about that. I don't need one with my modern now, but whenever I get near one, I do still want one. So I think money, no object, dream three car garage for me right here, right now. Challenge for Dali, Project 7, GT3 Touring. <sighs> I'd keep the modernist still, but let's just forget about it for a second. What would you have? What's next on your radar? Do you want to keep that Turbo S? No, it's for sale. I know, but... You I really do like really it. like it. I think that'd be in there, mate. As an all-round car, mm. that would be there. Uh, the the new free RS when that comes, okay. oh, I'd have one of them. And then a Ferrari. Have you gone off the two RS? No, 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 no. You know why I've gone off it? It's too much money. I, I kind of missed the boat with that car. I, I could have bought one of them just before pandemic for just shy of 300 grand with no miles on it and I should have done it and I just thought and I am denied and I knew we was coming into the pandemic it was like December, January time and I was a bit umming and ahhing He's a prophet by the way he can always see ahead to the future Thank uh, <laughs> you I can anything you want to ask I know um, Yeah and, and I didn't do it for that reason yeah. and, I, and that I, that, I missed it. I missed the boat. You missed the boat. Yeah. No, fair enough. It's fair just enough. gone now, I think, that car. Any particular Ferrari? Or just, you was like another Ferrari, because who doesn't? Mm. I don't really want to elaborate on, oh. On, oh. Oh my on, God. on the Ferrari. Did they accept your SF90 deposit? That, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if I want one of them, mate. They're too expensive. Like, you know, how far do you... It's half a million quid. So, 812 Competizione? Yes. Yes, okay, done. Yeah. Well, T- TDF would be... Right up there. I think yeah, so, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Okay, well, we will draw a close to, to today's episode and this uh, Behind the Glass live event. Thank you so much for all of you that came along. You've really been a part of today's episode. We basically couldn't have done this episode without you because we ended up using you all uh, for a subject or for a topic. We'll do that next was, time. We'll do that next time. Makes our life a lot easier. But no, thank you so much for bringing such interesting cars, for being part of it. We hope those of you watching and listening enjoyed the episode. If you're watching here on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Turn on notifications so you don't miss future episodes. If you're listening, 
listening, keep listening on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, you can follow Tony at Tony Gravelwood Car Sales on most social media platforms, and I'm at Seeing Through Glass on most social media. I always mess that bit up. Most social media platforms, uh, and we will be back with you soon. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone in the room, just stay sitting for two seconds. We forgot to do the bit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. At the beginning. Anyway, we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. <laughs>